0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Ashes To Go. I'm your host Redbird and with me is my co-host BDLG. Bordy.
1: Yo. Yeah.
0: We got, we got a lot of Ashes stuff to talk about tonight.
1: We do man. We've got a big show. It's gonna All be right.
0: fun. I'm excited. Uh, we hope you guys are excited too. Uh, just real quick for housekeeping as we before we get into the episode. Don't forget to go follow our YouTube channel Studio Loots uh, YouTube channel. We haven't quite gotten the studio loot uh url but we're 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 fixing to get it and uh that's a midwestern term I yeah i
1: like that story. i heard you I throw that in there fixing yeah we say that in east uh, texas i don't some people do
0: yeah some people that are 50 years older than us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um uh, so if you if you're if you're interested in action creation which i couldn't imagine you listen to a podcast about Ashes of creation if you weren't interested in it we have lots of YouTube content uh, up on our YouTube channel for Ashes of Creation now. And we host our VODs for the uh, podcast Ashes to Go over there as well. So uh, if you guys are interested in Ashes of Creation, there's no reason why you shouldn't go sub to our YouTube channel at this point. Because uh, we're popping off over there.
1: Boys. Yeah, do it. Okay. Do it. Yeah, nicely. Yeah.
0: Please. <laughs> um. Also, uh, just a reminder for everybody. Oh, yeah. Twitter. Follow, follow the Twitter account, please. Uh, we tweet out a lot of things over there um, uh, relating to the content that we put out, including the stuff that we go on Ashes Fans, our website about Ashes of Creation, which we just put up a nice post that summarizes everything you need to know about Ashes of Creation in a nice little 3,000-page article. <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't say a little, it's no, huge, it's like man. 18 pages. Yes. And it's summarized well. We're going to be putting videos up, so if you maybe if you don't like to read, then you can just scroll through the, the titles and watch the videos. It's cool. You guys just go uh, go over there and check that out uh over on Ashes fans. Also, that's where we pull our guilds of the week from. Um if you guys don't remember that. So if you're in if you have a guild and you're interested in promoting that, go over to Ashes fans as well. And create an account and you can promote your guild there, which we may promote your guild on the podcast after that. So uh also housekeeping stuff for all you people that are lucky enough to have um alpha access. Alpha one starts on December 18th through December 21st. It's the first alpha phase, it's four days long. Uh, there is an NDA. Um, you know, but I'm I'm not gonna say anything, never mind. Also, it—that's my birthday party, December. Oh, 19th. yo,
1: I didn't know that. December nineteenth, birth, early birthday, dude. Nineteenth hey. Steven,
0: I don't know if you listen to this or not. I've shot my shot many times on this podcast, so I'm assuming you don't. But, dude, for my birthday party, can I get alpha one access, please? Okay, that's that's enough.
1: Yeah, but you can't give him and not me. Like it's a it's yeah, a no, 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 deal, no, no.
0: It's my know? birthday.
1: It doesn't matter, hey, dude. It's butt like out. A-
0: I had the idea. I'm turning thirty-five. Uh, uh, that Whoa, day, dude,
1: you're an old man. Why'd you say your age, dude? Yo, bro, you're older than I am. No, I'm not. No, I'm not.
0: Just because you say that doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> you're already 35. <laughs> <laughs> all right, in case you know anybody new, Bordy's older than me.
1: I'm uh, 36. Are you really?
0: I thought you were yeah. really the same. Uh, for some reason, I thought we had an overlap, like we were all, we were going to be the same age for a little bit.
1: No, I'm 36, man. I'm an old man. It's fine, though. Dang, I own it. Man. You know what I mean? It's fine. No problem. Dang, brother. Sorry. Yeah. It's
0: uh, fine. You'll be fine. All bro- okay, so uh, basically that, uh, and and if you have access to, to Alpha 1, I'm sure you're well aware, but this requires, or this uh, includes, all bravers and intrepid pack holders. Um, that's You will have access uh, to the first phase of Alpha 1. Uh, so uh, Bordy, uh, our favorite time of the month is uh, the developer streams because they give us lots of cool things and interesting things to talk about on YouTube and in the podcast. And the last developer stream for 2020, it seems so uh, final. You know, is, yeah. is Tuesday, December 22nd, and that just happens to be one day after the alpha closes. So there should be a lot of really. Uh, interesting and cool stuff there uh, for us to talk about and hear about from the team. Some probably analytics from uh, Alpha and and how that went, as well as, you know, um, looking ahead. You know, it's interesting, Bordy, uh, with these developer updates now that they've kind of made the push towards Alpha, they're not, they're really like giving us a, a decent glimpse of, of what they have as far as the game goes, uh, which I find interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, and this one in particular is going to be really, really exciting to watch, I think, because of what you just said. The alpha closes, and then they're going to have the developer stream right after, so I think we're going to get a lot of good information. Hopefully some some good footage, too, I hope. I hope we get to see a lot of in-game footage during that stream.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, too. Um, I, Dude, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for people to just be able to get in there and play the game. Uh, we, have, we put up a YouTube video about the map, the alpha map size. Uh, recently, and dude, it's just exciting to think that there's going to be a lot of people on a map that's going to be part of the actual launch game, uh, that are going to get to like experience uh, Ashes of Creation. Man, it's it's dope to think about.
1: It really is, man. It really is. And I know a lot of people have been waiting a lot longer uh, than I have, anyway, because I'm fairly new to Ash. I mean, we've been doing this for, I, I think this is what, episode 15. So we've been doing it for 15, uh, 15 episodes. Uh, so we've been kind of involved in this for several months, but not near as long as, as, as some people that have been following the game that are, that are back. So I'm incredibly happy for those people hey, that have hey made it to Ash. Speak you for know? yourself, dude. I, I, I mean, remember
0: back in the day when they, they announced that they're crowdfunding.
1: I I do too, and I've been semi following it, but not as hardcore as we as as I have been. Now I don't know about you, man. You know, you may have been all all in it, but you know, I just now jumped on the train a few a few months ago. You know, okay. and I'm enjoying it. It's a all fun right,
0: ride. All right, great, good, good for you, dude.
1: I um, am right, just saying, man. You know.
0: Yeah. So so don't, we're not going to miss that. I hope you guys don't too. December twenty second at eleven a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um. All right, Bordy. Uh. So. This is one of our favorite topics, it seems to be, on the podcast. I know um, me and you like to debate these things. They got a new backer package, dude. Uh, new backer package. Dude, spoiler alert. This one's actually maybe one of the best-looking ones that they've ever put out. I, we I, I, People are probably annoyed by us, Sporty. I'm pretty sure we say that every backer package. Uh, but... but This is true, dude. This this one in particular is definitely we made. I keep plugging the YouTube and and like on accident. (laughs) Sound like
1: a sleazy car salesman. It's
0: an accident, but we did make a top three video of um of these backer packages. Which one we thought uh you know we would pick is our top three and dude i think this might make my new top three dude if we were to oh, do one the, today
1: there's no uh, doubt dude the third one would have got bumped and this would be this yeah. would be in there and this potentially would have been number two for me maybe hey hey, hey yo I, I believe that i like. don't know about number one number one is pretty is still pretty solid but i this yeah. one would have probably been number number two at See, least know, it's I so like the good
0: ice like uh, ice is I always like my thing so um dude this may take the top slot for me. Uh the 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 backer package is called Under the Frost. Uh so um lots of, of obviously winter theme things uh in this backer package. Um some of the the armor is, is by far I think the best thing about the package but the the mount and the um uh the freehold um building and Uh, Even the the caravan are really, really, really cool looking. So let's just make a quick glance at this before we get in our main topic for our show. Uh, The talent of frigid fate Uh, is like this basically this glove of this cosmetic skin to a glove that is basically this massive ice claw.
1: It looks so cool, man. It looks so cool, dude. They went through on the last developer stream how these things were made and the process of making them. That was pretty interesting. So this was like the final iteration. There were several iterations to get to this one, and man, I'm glad they landed on it because it looks really, really cool. Just a big, huge clump of ice that you put on your hand, dude. <laughs> That's claws. It's so awesome. Looking.
0: Yo, how cool would it be if they could somehow find, find like a... Like a like Trinkets and WoW have like a unique ability that you can use or slot in your like... um you know, ability slots that that is just unique. Only when you equip that trinket, how cool would it be? And I know they like they would consider this pay to win or whatever if they did this. But what if some of the uh, in game items were this detailed and they did come with like a unique ability that your character could use or cast? That'd be pretty dope. It just yeah, seems like that cool. that thing is enchanted and it has some sort of frost spell that you could unlock by equipping it. It's pretty dope. Yeah,
1: I'd hate to see that on the skins, but like if it was an item you could get yeah, in game, yeah, yeah. then yeah, dude, it'd be all yeah, about yeah. it.
0: Uh, so the the crystalline revenant is a pet, uh, basically like uh, just like a. I mean, dude, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna get, get flamed for this for sure, but uh, I'm a dad, I'm a girl dad, so this is basically like the Ice Man from Frozen.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, dude. I thought the same. Yo, <laughs> dude. All
0: right, so we're 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 on the same page here. Uh, but it is cool looking. It, it's really neat. Uh, I could see like a mage or something having that thing walk behind him. Uh, it'd be pretty dope looking. Uh, the Howling Ridge Axe, which is your mount, dude. I love the bull, man. I, I love the idea of having like an ox or, or or something like that as a mount, and it's got a cool little frost aesthetic to it. It's dope.
1: The horns look amazing. The glow, the yeah. blue glow. Oh, man. Yeah. So good, dude.
0: And speaking of horns, dude, we come to our armor that has the still soul plate. It's got these cool little, I guess, ox horns or bull horns on there, but it looks like a lich, lich frost a heavy armor appearance. Dude, this, this is it, dude. This is where it's at, man. If all the armor and ashes of creation looks as cool as this, dude, no problem easy yeah. easy game uh you know the, the aesthetics of of this armor and obviously a lot of backer package pass uh just can create the i think the unique appearances from character to character is such a big part in mmos nowadays with transmogging and and having appearance items and stuff like that uh dude this this particular one is obviously really really cool looking and i can't wait to see it in game
1: yeah it looks amazing it's just this big it's just frozen i i don't i mean i don't know it's just ice it's ice armor and it, i mean what more can you say about it it's Happy, really really cool yeah
0: it's like plate like armor, with, armor yeah with, yeah With with ice all over it's dope you guys yeah. uh need to go check this out if you haven't seen this already uh the the last two things were the snow trunk sleigh uh which is your caravan and it's basically another two of those bulls pulling a big stack of logs i i you know i'm not sure like if those have they said anything about the um the uh like part of the caravan that's actually hauling supplies does that change as you like change what you put on your your caravan or like maybe it just changes the amount of like would I would, would assume do. I
1: would think that what they show here is just like a picture to show like them, them hauling something. Right. Like I would assume that in game or maybe not. Maybe this is the skin yeah. you applied to your caravan and that's just what it looks like. I don't know. I, I, I don't think they've said or at least I have, you know, heard. like mm-hmm. um,
0: uh, Black Desert Online, like it didn't show the specific items that you had in there but it like as you filled it up it showed more and more items in the back of your thing so i wonder yeah. if like this just shows more and more wood as you fill it up you know what i mean versus like the i kind of
1: ho- i kind of hope not though because what if you're carrying something else you know like you know, i'd true. want it to show whatever it is i'm carrying
0: well we'll see man I mean, that that might get complicated with like fish or something like that who knows uh the shades retreat is a, a dope looking ice temple basically it's a, a freehold um it kind of has like an oriental type style to it in a way uh but it's a a cool looking stone frost building man this aesthetic is dope uh frost uh you know uh or (laughs) lich king type appearances it's really cool man i'm i'm 100 for this they did a great job here
1: yeah absolutely they they always do they always know these things very
0: very true and and uh you know we might be simping for them a little bit, but we're, uh, you know, that's. I'm excited about this package. I think.
1: Listen, man. give credit where credit's due. Hey, Our team hey, is amazing. Hey, they hey, do a good hey, job.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. True. Big true. All right. So, um, so they put and, and we're transitioning here, Bordy. Uh, stay with me, partner. Uh, their twi- uh So the <laughs> okay. Twitter, the Twitter question uh, that they posted this week for National Horse Day. We'll ask the age old question. And I already know your answer. Cause you, you uh, talk about this all the time. Uh, do you prefer traditional horse uh, for a mount in an MMO or do you prefer a different type of creature?
1: A different type of creature? 100% man. Like I, I don't want to ride a horse that I can go get on in real life, dude. I want to ride a dragon or that freaking ox thing we just seen, or some kind of rhinoceros looking thing or something crazy, dude, a tiger, uh, uh, you know, a panther. I want to ride cool stuff like that that you can't ride in real life. Yeah, something that would normally kill me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Something I can tame in a game, in a fantasy game and ride. And now, it also depends on the MMO. If it's a real hardcore, like, uh, more realistic MMO, like something like Life is Feudal or something, then I can see that because it's not a high fantasy MMO, so a horse makes more sense. But even in those games, man, I prefer a little bit more of a fantasy touch anyway. So, yeah, Yeah, dude, absolutely different creature. What about you, dude?
0: Uh, Same. Horses are
1: boring. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. That's all they're doing, dude. But horses are boring. I, yeah. You can give me like an undead horse or like uh, you know something like that. I can get behind that.
1: Yeah, but, but it's still not as cool as like an undead panther or an undead I mean, lion. Or yeah, you know?
0: uh, fair, fair, yeah. fair. But I'm saying like I do not want a regular horse. I don't. I yeah, don't, yeah. I'm not about it. And uh, I think they do a great job at the amount of diversity so far. So yeah, I would only expect more. So, I, and I and I would be interested to see the percentage on anybody that would prefer a traditional horse over a dragon, like that's got to be a small. Percentage. It can't be a lot, right? I, I, I would like think. I would not think so. Um, Personally, you know, my, I think my daughters might fall into that category, just because we play wild My me and my six year old play wild together, and she's like, "I really want the the horse, and it's just a starter horse." I'm like, "Dude, you have a dragon." <laughs> I really want a horse, though. It's like, okay, well, fine. Well, hey um, man, the- hey, she knows what she likes, dude. Yeah, sure, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, maybe. If there's a lot of six year old girls that play Ashes of Creation, maybe. I they think do. you
1: just took shots at some people right there, dude. You need to my slow bad. down a little bit because there might be some <laughs> grown men out there who would prefer uh, horses. And you just called me a six year old girl.
0: I would bet against that.
1: Listen, the statements let, hey, made by Red do not reflect hey. the statements of Studio Loot as a whole. Hey, okay, man,
0: I'm not afraid to stand upon my opinion here. It, it, let us know in the comments below. Are you a grown man who prefers horses over dragons?
1: There's Please. no comments on podcasts, dude. No, no, no. YouTube. The YouTube comments. And, and then yeah.
0: on the podcasting platform, leave a five-star rating. <laughs> and then in the five-star <laughs> rating, day, say... Yeah. Um, say Thanks for like calling me a six-year-old girl. You, know? uh, you don't yeah, like I mean, horses, dude. What? I know you don't like horses. I didn't call you a girl.
1: No, but you called all the other grown men out there that like there horses. There aren't any. There but might be. The whole point. You don't know that.
0: Okay, well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and again, you made like the point. I'm not gonna go into it. I mean, like I. <laughs> <laughs> Say know, it, dude. Uh, Sure, like uh, I can get behind like real horses in a realistic game, but Ashes of Creation is not that.
1: Yeah, it's high fantasy. Yeah, high yeah. Fantasy. I mean they have they have yeah. turtles, big huge turtles that you know. Yeah, man, that's uh, dope, dude. I have, love they, it. They like, have a zebra bro. anteater eater
0: horse mount. Yeah,
1: yeah. What's well, not to like?
0: Um, there's nothing not to
1: like. Exactly. I don't want to clarify.
0: All right. So, depth <laughs> discussion number 25 is boss difficulty party. This is going to be one of our main topics uh, tonight. Uh, do you enjoy a gatekeeper bosses in a, in a MMO? And specifically, or what they mean by that, is a boss that is very high difficulty right out of the start of the dungeon uh, to kind of create a, a sort of like check. Like, are you ready for this dungeon, um, whether it be a DPS check or a mechanic check, just so that, you know, that kind of gate keeps, um, obviously, uh, people from from coming in and kind of sets a bar, like, hey, I was able to complete this dungeon and you weren't type of thing. Um, so, or do you prefer like a linear difficulty to boss uh, difficulty, maybe like as you progress into the dungeon, uh, the more difficult the bosses get?
1: Yeah, I prefer a linear difficulty, man. I like to be to to be challenged. I think it's fun to, to go into the dungeon and then the deeper you get into the dungeon, the harder it becomes. That's what I prefer. I don't want to go into the dungeon and then fight like a gatekeeper boss to be like, hey, now I know I can do this dungeon. Like now let's roll through all the all the ads to get to the I don't I don't enjoy that really. I would much rather go through the dungeon and then get to the last boss and then realize I can't do it, even though that might be a waste of time. I would rather do that than, than know in the beginning. I'd rather have the experience of going through the dungeon and, and understanding what's happening there and having that progression throughout the dungeon. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy the challenge of things getting harder as it goes.
0: Yeah, I am in the other camp on this one, Bordy. I would li- I like to see usually like a set difficulty for the dungeon in general. Obviously with the main boss having a higher difficulty than the rest of the dungeon, but I do like that the the you know the bosses as you pr- go through the dungeon stay at the same difficulty but just have different mechanics of the same level of difficulty. So like if there's a heroic version of it, obviously I would expect all of the bosses within the dungeon to have a relatively same level of difficulty, just a different type of challenge
1: yeah so why is that though so that you know that you can can that you know that you can complete it beforehand like you know you have a shot well at, no at-
0: not not like that but i i think that like um as a standard uh as far as uh like you know challenging content goes i would expect the entire dungeon to be challenging not just like Oh well I'm going to get the boss 3 and then and then have a hard time. I don't know. Obviously like in a normal dungeon I, I don't know. What, what 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 MMOs uh uh that you've played in the past do, what dungeons or like what MMOs dungeons do you like have a preference for as opposed to you know what I mean like do you like uh ESO's dungeon style or
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say I like ESO's dungeon style. You know, they have more of a linear progression and difficulty, I think. The last boss is typically a lot harder. There are some in there that are a little bit more difficult, but it's not right out of the gate. I don't think there's... I don't think there's any dungeons or any that I can remember that we ran and I ran just about every dungeon in there before this latest update that that uh, they were all pretty linear. And I enjoyed that. I, I thought ESO did a fantastic job on their design of their dungeons and the difficulty and how they scaled up having, uh, you know, the normal version and then the vet version um, and the vet and some of the vet dungeons were incredibly difficult. Yeah. Uh, and and I enjoy I enjoyed the way they did that. I, I just I don't, I enjoyed being able to go to the first boss and even at the first boss, I mean, you're going to, you got to drop, right? Like, you're going to get something, even though you don't complete the entire dungeon. So even if you make it to the last dungeon, at least you, you know, you know, you know where you stand, or the last boss and it's a lot harder. You know, where you stand, you know what you need to do.
0: Uh, sure. And I think maybe our d- ideas or these two ideas can coexist because what we're talking about, I, you know, I guess, uh, what we're talking about is maybe, a uh, the just different things in the same category because I it sounds like you don't mind the step up from like a normal dungeon to a veteran dungeon and the and the entire step up on difficulty that that provides versus having like one dungeon that just progresses in difficulty as you go on through it. Yeah, yeah, I so enjoy that having multiple both. I guess exist. Yeah, I, I guess yeah. they can both exist. Like that, you know, dungeon can get more difficult as you go through. And you can have like a gatekeeping type mentality w- within the set level of difficulty of a dungeon. So like normal, heroic, mythic type of stuff.
1: where so so is this question specifically talking about like one set of dungeon that has like so like you go into a dungeon and that's it. There's no like normal and hard mode for that dungeon. It's just that's the dungeon. Uh, is that the is that the question? Because I was taking it as, you know, you go into the dungeon and then the first boss oh, you encounter yeah, is yeah. going to be basically as and hard the as rest the last them boss easy? you encounter. Well, no, it no, no even not, goes not, in not the rest of them are easy. Yeah. It's just you have the gatekeeper boss there who is basically the same as the other ones, you know, and it doesn't, the, the dungeon itself doesn't, even, whether you play it on normal or vet or normal or hard or whatever yeah, you want to call it, it's the same kind of progression. Like on vet mode, you'd go in, you'd fight the gatekeeper dungeon or the gatekeeper boss, and it'd be just as hard as the next boss after that. Uh, and then yeah. same thing on like normal mode. You'd fight the gatekeeper boss. The next boss would be the same difficulty. Same, and it never really ramps up in in difficulty. That's how I took this question to be. Yeah,
0: and that's. I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. I think and and in, in like wow, per se, like the mythic dungeons, it typically like holds a high standard throughout the entire dungeon. Like it doesn't really like jump up. It just adds different types of difficulty whether it be a dps check or a mechanic check or you know so on and so forth but but the general skill of the entire dungeon is high so i think i prefer that type of method over like a like okay you get a really like a, a fastball down the middle for your first boss but then the end boss is like way more difficult uh, yeah i and then i don't know maybe we're getting off track a little bit here but I think I prefer that style of bosses versus the slow ramp up.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I I'd be I'm interested to see what the answers are for this thing. Um I guess we could go out there and look at some of them, but I, I kind of want to know like what other people are saying about this because it's I if yeah. I had to guess, it seems like it would be pretty split would be my would be my guess. I can see both sides of the coin there, you know? Um I just prefer I prefer, I think the reason I prefer that it, it feels like progression, you know, like it feels like, and from an old school Ultima online feel, you know, now you didn't have raids or traditional like instance dungeons or anything like that, but they did have progression throughout the dungeon where you went in the top level and it got deeper. It was like a, it was a, uh, like a vertical dungeon that yeah, you, yeah, went da- you yeah. actually went down levels. So level one was like a pretty easy level. You went down number two and it got harder. Number three. And then the very bottom part of the dungeon typically was really, really, uh, difficult, uh, part of the dungeon and that's where all the good loot was. Um, and so I think maybe that's where it stems from. You know, I'm just, that's just what I'm used to. That's that's what I, I think that uh,
0: the more of an open world stance of dungeons and I like that too. Yeah. EverQuest did that as well. Uh, where you like, you know, these delves or whatever you want to call them that as you progress deeper in there, not only were you kind of stuck in that cave, you had to fight your way back out if you wanted out of it, but you could progressively got more difficult as you went down into it. yeah and I like that too so I think there's definitely room for both um, inside of one MMO
1: yeah I think they could probably implement both somehow
0: yeah I, I, I it'll be exciting to see because uh, I like open world content and I think you can have both I think you know I think obviously uh, I would prefer to have both two different experiences but you know in the same realm of content which is basically group uh, group based dungeon stuff um and yeah i i I would like to see both obviously
1: yeah yeah you know that might not be bad to have both because then the dungeons don't really get stale you know like one dungeon is completely different than the other one it's not like either you know all your dungeons aren't linear and all your dungeons don't have gatekeepers you know who knows man
0: yeah well we will see but i I think it's a good discussion and and i'm with you i'd like to see how other people uh thought about it let us know uh for sure because it's i think it's an interesting question all right, so this is this is a, a little bit of information that we're going to cover uh, tonight was from the November development update. And since we do these bi-weekly, uh, sometimes we, we lag a little bit behind, but we've talked about some of this stuff on the, on the uh, channel as well. Um, but, uh, so the design update, there's a design update by Jeff Bard, uh, that showed a brand new zone with new mobs, uh, that has been implemented. The new zone is a large tropical jungle biome, uh, and they continue to be hard at work at revamping, um, oh, uh, this is a separate topic. I went too far. My bad. Uh, so basically, again, yeah. so basically, um, they have kind of hinted at what this map is going to look like. Uh, the biome in which it's set at with those pictures are pretty uh, well circulated at this point with the, with the uh, land bridges over the coves of water. And they've hinted at um, the ability to jump off of these you know, land bridges onto ships and, and into the ocean. And they've also kind of hinted at there being separate islands within the alpha map. Um, Boardy, so what do you think? Uh, what type of zone do you prefer, like in an MMO? This is kind of an interesting question. I think that that kind of is opened up by this being the first uh biome or jungle or zone that they're kind of entering into the game. What What are your typical preference in a in a biome of sorts in an
1: MMO? So. One on my list is like a snow area. I really like snowy biomes in MMOs. I don't know why. I just I really like that aesthetic. I really like that feel whenever walking into a zone. But my second favorite would be a jungle, and I think it's a very very close second. I like a dense jungle feel too. You know, I don't really like a um like a desert biome. Not really my thing. Uh, Or like a more of a forest biome. You know, the jungle, a jungle and a forest are two are two completely different things. And I think a jungle. Like a tropical jungle biome is so dope. So that would be a very close second behind a snow biome for me.
0: Yeah, uh, dude, we might end up being the same starting race in some video game because I love star, I love snow zones as well, uh, my favorite. Uh, for some reason, though, a uh, second would have to be a desert type thing for me. Mm, uh, I think it's from my background of, of EverQuest and in Freeport. All the memories I have from Freeport and people training a bunch of mobs to the city and murdering everybody. I don't know. Those those <laughs> memories are uh, very uh, fond to me. And, and I, uh, I'd have to choose that or some sort of elven forest, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's cool to see that they're fleshing out the, the game again. And, and this is kind of back to the beginning of the episode. I'm just excited to see these zones fleshed out. We're going to get a good sense of what the game is going to look like. Uh, as far as like an artistic standpoint you know we do get to see a little bit of here and there about um you know how the game looks and 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 how it plays from these developer updates but nothing will be like actually having players in there that are experiencing the game like you know um as a game and not just like a little bit of a video clip so
1: yeah, absolutely, man. It's going to be pretty cool to see. It's, it's an exciting time, really. I mean, the 18th, that's that's coming up very soon. We're recording this on the 15th. I think by the time this goes live, it'll be the 17th. So it'll be a day before uh, Alpha. I mean, it's exciting. It's it, This it is, is a long-awaited is. event. It's very exciting. So, uh, Red, in, in the notes there, you can drop down a little bit and you see the new mobs. It's kind of mixed up. But uh, we could, that ties in probably to this new zone. So we can talk about that. Okay,
0: sure. So new mobs inside of this jungle biome is a bog brute uh the, there is a mob shown they showed a mob on the uh, live stream it was pretty dope looking swamping loop looking uh humanoid mob i don't know if any of you guys are are um old enough
1: the swamp thing yeah, the i already know where you're going thing, with baby that. yeah i
0: used yeah. to have a
1: toy <laughs> i
0: used to have a toy of swamp I did, thing i did too dude i used to play oh, with man, it in my too. bathtub
1: I didn't do that.
0: Well, why not, man? Playing toys in the bath was cool, dude. Anyways, uh, yeah, Swamp Thing, man, is dope looking. I enjoy, I like it. I, I think uh, um, another new mob that they shown was a Noble Warhorn.
1: That thing looked dope. Which is
0: like similar to a rhinoceros, obviously a lot more intense than that. Dude, that, yeah, yes. that thing looks brutal, man. I could see that thing chucking your character up in the sky.
1: It was Uh, huge and looked just menacing. It looked cool. I liked it a lot. It's really cool,
0: man. They they have a really awesome art. I I, just a really awesome art team. And I know we say that a lot, but like you said, pray give praise where praise is due. And and dude, the artistic style of this game is really really uh, awesome. Up my alley. I love high fantasy, and they're doing it justice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so great. Good on them. Um. So another new, or wait, no. Uh, so they they showcased again another mob, a forest dragon, dude. Uh, that basically, uh, you know, I guess like in the same vein as like that autumn leaf dragon that they had, but this is more like a mossy uh, effect, like looking kind of like an elder dragon that lives in the forest, man, uh, dude.
1: This is possibly one of the coolest dragons I've ever seen in any video game. Whenever they showed this thing on the live stream, dude, my jaw dropped. This thing is so cool looking. Have you Did you see it?
0: I did not see that. I, for some oh, reason, man. I missed this clip on the on Got to go, go back and, and at it. it but I it's like,
1: amazing. I
0: like how they, they are, are taking that, you know. Uh, the biomes. And I think it, it has a lot to do with the game and the node system. I like how they're taking like the flavor uh or the, the, I guess, culture of these zones and kind of adding them or weaving them into everything in the zone, whether it be a caravan or a mount or a mob or armor style. I like how they're doing this, man. It's, it creates a lot of identity uh within these yeah. zones. And, and I would really, I, I'm really interested to see uh, as the, how this plays out with like characters and races that you choose and and you know the buffs that are involved with you know because they mentioned that you get you you know in zones you might get like a buff to your ice damage or in the jungle you might get a buff to your natural damage or like poison damage or something like that i'll be interesting to see how this plays out with like these bonuses these zone bonuses and the racial bonuses and everything like that it's gonna be pretty
1: interesting Absolutely, man. It's going to be pretty cool. I really enjoy how they're tying all that together.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, so we want to move back up here, Bordy, to uh, the stats that they're uh, kind of...
1: Yeah, there's just a couple more points there to go through, uh, I think. Okay,
0: so basically they're hard at work revamping or perfor- uh, performing a revamp on statistics. Obviously, that's going to be something that they're going to have to continue to tweak as as they get more um, data in the alpha. Um, because I mean, you know, it's hard. I, I can not imagine them even thinking that they're going to get a, create a balanced game from the jump. I mean, MMOs constantly have to balance skills and abilities. So, um, I mean, there's no question that they're going to have to continue to work at that.
1: So... Yeah, and that's not going to be in in the first alpha either. They said it's expected to be implemented in the February phase. So I just thought it was important to note that you know that they're they're working on that type of thing behind the scenes as well. Not just the new zones, they're also revamping stats and 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 hard at work uh, getting those things fine tuned.
0: Yep, yep. Um. So. Uh, and uh, one last thing. Uh, this they they have a small team now that's splitting out uh, running some combat prototypes in order to get the best core combat experience from the game. Possible and and Bordy, this is something that we've talked a lot about on the show, and we talk a lot about in general because I think it's a very important part of an MMO. Um, something that obviously we cover uh, a lot of multiplayer online games, and so combat is a more is an important part in in, in a lot of video games, and and uh, it's exciting that they've now separated a little bit of a team to make sure they nail that because I think it's the most important thing about an MMO experience is how well he combat. Uh,
1: I think so too, because that's what you do most of, right? Even if you're a crafter or gatherer, you're still going to be engaging in combat a lot. So you want a very, mm-hmm. uh, a very engaging, very fun combat system at its core. And I'm not going to lie, dude, the hybrid system Does have me a little bit concerned. And so whenever I see this type of stuff that they have a small team that's just strictly dedicated to making sure that experience is great. It gives me a lot more confidence in the product that they're going to release because the hybrid combat system, dude, I'm not a big fan of tab targeting, you know, and so I don't want, I don't want to, um, I don't want them to go that direction, and they've said that if they can't get it to work, uh, that they're more leaning in the tab targeting direction. I, I've had to go back and play, uh, you know, MMOs here recently because th- there's just not a lot out that I want to play, uh, and so I, I went back and played like Wow and Final Fantasy Forts. I can't get on it because the combat system just feels dated to me, and I don't enjoy the tab targeting anymore. That's just my preference. I, I just I can't get behind it, so I'm a little concerned about where they're going with the combat, and and so to see that is really encouraging to me.
0: Yeah, and I am I'm, I'm with you one hundred percent. I feel like tap targeting is a thing of the future. It was back when they didn't have the technology the for future like, wait, what was no, I say? Not. A thing of the path.
1: Yeah, there you go. My
0: bad. Uh <laughs> they didn't have the technology of like hitbox or like to make hitboxes accurate enough to do action combat to where it made you know it made sense for like a character to swing an axe and hit somebody. Uh, they they obviously like the at the core of their their combat system right now are like aoe basic attacks and stuff like that um so i would i would like to see them like obviously flesh out the rest of their combat in a similar fashion which i think uh, would be equally as easy at this point since they already have that in the game uh versus like transitioning the entire game over to a tab targeting system um and I mean, and that would be, like, without any hybrid type stuff. Because, uh, dude, I, and I'm with you, I, I'm even, like, a big WoW guy. I enjoy WoW. I grew up on EverQuest. There's a lot of, like, hold the right mouse button down as you move and look and stuff like that because of the tab targeting and and the type of combat. But I just can't imagine a brand-new game centering, centering their combat around that type of system. I just... The, yeah. the amount of ability like then at that point it just becomes a how well you can manage cooldowns. And and that's not fun to me. I,
1: it's not that fun to me either not now. It used to be back in the day it was fine because that's the only combat yeah. we knew but now after getting to play other games and experiencing other things and, and knowing that action combat is incredibly possible in, in an MMO and it's and it's so much more fun in my opinion. Right. Um, it's so much more engaging in my opinion. Now we may get burned for saying these things because there's a lot of people out there that I'm sure love tab targeting. It's just not my cup of tea man and so that would be really I would still play Ashes. I would still play the game uh, but it would be incredibly off-putting to me uh, if they did that. So so I'm just happy I'm happy that they're that they've ha- that they have a team split off that's dedicated solely on getting that fine-tuned.
0: Yeah, and and I mean who knows? They might surprise us because you know click to move used to be like a, a ancient thing. And games like Path of Exile and even Albion Online have kind of brought those click to move styles back into a, a mainstream type of game and, and they've done it in a very successful way. So maybe they will find a way to make tab targeting fresh and new uh that uh, you know that maybe we can get behind you know who yeah, knows but i'm excited to see what they come and i'm glad like you said that they have a team dedicated um to that because i think it's really 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 important for the success of an mmo all yeah. right bordy well that about does it for our discussion but before we forget let's go over the guild of the week and it is uh, the
1: triton order look i got you dude hey, you're man, about to say, it, to say it but i cut in for right the first there. time yeah, ever yeah. i actually yeah, I knew know the name well, of the... nope i'm in there dude oh, i wanted know, to announce just, it. just yeah. talk about it okay yeah, no problem. The Triton Order. They're an NA guild. They're an English speaking guild. Focuses PVX size one to twenty five. They're currently recruiting. So the description for the Triton Order says fight for dominance, quest for peace, or craft for riches. We accept and support all types of players from PvP to PvE. And in between, if you're looking for a casual experience with competitive moments, this is your guild. So I think this is one of the one of the few or one of the first that we've that we've seen uh a guild say that if you're looking for a casual experience, I don't think that there's been yeah, any yeah. other if are many are really
0: casual casual people in ashes though i mean come on
1: We're, i mean i think that people are uh, going to say they're going to be casual yeah. and then they're going to get sucked in and then they're going to be you know playing well, for 14 hours and this hours is a day. like
0: to the credit of the the uh, community of the people in the community but dude i don't think i've ever been part of a as a hardcore as the ashes community is from the jump is pretty insane i mean there's just tons of people that know so much about the game
1: it, it is pretty crazy but there's also people like you and i read who have hey. full-time jobs who have kids who have you know other obligations wives we can't play for 14 hours a day so you know this is it, this could be you know for for uh, you know no. some of those people you know i still squeeze in my gaming time you know what i mean i still i still make it a priority but
0: a lot of dads do,
1: do. yeah but either way, they're they're looking. If you're looking for a casual experience, the Triton Order would be the guild for you. It sounds like they're going to be a really fun, laid back guild that you can join. Uh, it says there are going to be competitive moments with their guild, uh, but they also want to preserve uh, their morals and respect uh, for the Triton Order brand. They they want to bring in people that's going to respect them and and their guild. So if you want to join kind of a casual guild that's looking for some members, the Triton Order is for you. I'll make sure to link that guild and all their information in all the description across all the podcasting platforms and of course uh down below in the youtube uh description
0: all right well thank you for triton order for creating uh your guild and promoting it on ashes fans we really appreciate that and uh we look forward to seeing more guilds in the future all right bordy well that about does it for another episode of ashes to go why don't you tell people where they can find you
1: yeah, man. You can find me on Twitter at the BDLG. You can find me on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash BDLG. And then, of course, creating tons and tons of videos over on the Studio Loot YouTube channel. And we will definitely make sure to link that everywhere as well.
0: And I am Redbird with a Y. You can find me over on Twitch under that name. I have a Twitter, but I'd rather you follow the Studio Loot Twitter. Uh, because that was where you get updates to all of our content yes. over Studio Loot. Also, uh, YouTube. Go check out our Studio Loot YouTube. We are now at producing videos at a cadence of five times five times a week, Monday through Friday. We have uh, tons of um, multiplayer online gaming content uh, <laughs> for you guys. I, I say that because we got a new show, boardy coming up this Friday, December eighteenth, the same day that Alpha opens. Called Mode to Go. It is our newest uh, show. It is a YouTube exclusive show and it will be all things multiplayer online game uh, gaming, specifically role playing games, uh, because that's our passion, man. And we want to share that with you guys. We want to keep you guys up to date with all the new progression and uh, on these uh, these games that are coming out or, or set to launch and, and even any new content that are in older games. We're going to try to update you guys weekly on that world. So if you're looking for a new game to play or interested in what's coming up next, uh, hopefully you can tune in there and get everything you guys need. All right, Bordy. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. Great episode. Uh, and We're thankful for you guys for listening to us every week. And uh, we will see you on another episode of Ashes to Go.